Welcome to 7 Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I'm Edwin. And I'm Sam. For the past seven days, I have selected Louis the Game from Louis Louis? Vuitton. Oh, that Louis. Maletier. I think that's the full name. I don't know. Does Maletier mean like company? I'm not sure. I don't know. Incorporated, maybe Maybe. in French. Yeah, Yeah, like, (laughs) uh, you know, like Spotify AB. Hmm. Testing. Uh, Yes, who knows what that stands for? It's a mystery. Louis the Game is a 2021 platformer game from Louis Vuitton, the official Louis Vuitton game for their, uh, I guess it's something like uh, 200, yeah, it's their 200th birthday. Wow, and he's still making games. (laughs) In order to celebrate. You've got to keep fresh, even late in your career, learn new skills, that's what we keep hearing. 200 years of fantastic products from Louis Vuitton, they celebrated it with this game. Sam, I have one question for you. Why? <laughs> yeah, it's really confusing. Let me read you the absurd description. Maybe, oh, maybe that do. can that mm, can tell shed us some light. on some reason. Okay. That was the door squeaking, not me farting. Join Vivian on her adventures as she journeys to six vibrant locations across the globe in search of 200 collectible candles to celebrate our founder, Louis Vuitton's 200th birthday. Each candle... Love candles? Mm-hmm. I'll get his birthday, birthday candles. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Each candle unlocks fascinating stories about the journeys of Louis, his family, oh. and the maison. Does it? Do they? I don't know. Okay, we'll get into it. Sorry. Yeah. Carry on, Sam. Explore the worlds inspired by the spirit of travel and master all of Vivian's unique abilities to unlock iconic moments from Louis Vuitton's history. Okay, okay. You lost me a little bit there, but... Yeah. Sounds... Compete uh, against your oh. friends on global time trial tr- leaderboards and collect all 200 stories in celebration of the momentous occasion. Device recommendations, three games of rent. <laughs> should we know who Vivian... Is that famous? I feel like I should know. Is it Vivian Westwood? I feel like Vivian is just a French name to accompany a French company. Should we look this up? Are we being very silly at this point? Because like, are the big Louis Vuitton fans are going, oh, the mascot is famously called Vivienne after Vivian Westwood or another famous Vivian that I can't think Maybe of Maybe right Vivian is an actual doll that Louis Vuitton has been making. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. So Vivian is kind of like their mascot. Yeah, okay. Okay, good. That makes a little more sense then. Right. So Vivian is their mascot that has been established for, I guess, like, for a while now. Maybe since Louis was a child, he played with this doll that then became symbolic throughout his life. This, I mean, the doll is very cute when you see it in real life, like the the actual pictures of it, but I don't know if it actually translates to in-game, right? Mm, Well, we'll get there, Sam. We'll get there, yes. Get there, Sam. Uh, so the yeah. you describe this as a platformer. It is a true. platformer. So much like you know the latest Mario, like Mario sixty four. Oh, uh, this is what platformers are nowadays. Yeah. I'm coming at it from someone who, whose last platform was platform game was uh, Crystal Caves mm. or Duke Nukem. Two D. Duke Nukem is a uh, is oh two D. Yeah, yeah, the original Duke Nukem. The, uh, right. Best. Anything from Apache, you know, in the mid to late nineties. Platformers now. It's like uh, Ratchet and Clank is a platformer. Uh, Crash Bandicoot is a platformer. 
right? The latest Mario Odyssey is a platformer. So something where you get like the mascot or the main hero runs around doing obstacles, you know, attacking things with like a simple attack and jumping around, landing on platforms, hence the platformer, and collecting things. I think collecting is also a big part of most platformers these days. So, but like most things, is kind of blending. The genres are kind of blending a little bit mm-hmm. because there's also like infinite world exploration, but then also some RPG elements. I suppose do you say Breath of the Wild is a platformer? Like it's not mm. really, but yeah, Breath of the Wild is more like a um, RPG, right? Yeah. It's like you're going on. It's an adventure game. I think it's an adventure game. Yeah, yeah, but. I take your point. Platformers have moved on from whence I was a child, as yes. they should have. Right. <laughs> I approve. So, incorporating the three dimensions. One day we'll get the fourth. Smell. <laughs> what does this rancid old doll from the 1800s <laughs> smell like? <laughs> this game is a platformer where you're in control of Vivian, uh, a doll that looks like the head is shaped like the Louis Vuitton flower. So if you ever imagine, or if you can imagine, you know, the multiple various symbols that are strewn across a Louis Vuitton bag. Not the L and the V, not the sharp pointy cross, but more of the rounded flowers that accompany the bags. That is the shape of your head in this game. I would love to think that you're looking at a Louis Vuitton bag or something right now. (laughs) You just have in your office. Only the ones in my imagination, Edwin. (laughs) Actually, Sam, do you own any legit Louis Vuitton items? Um... Personally, I do not, but my wife does. Other than the previously discussed iPhone, novelty iPhone background, uh, I do not either. Yeah. I think Louis Vuitton is pretty cool. Like, it's one of those brands where they, the, the quality and the, the high Heritage. polish of the products actually stands out, right? And they're not, like, overtly expensive. Like, I don't think they're as, like, ridiculous as Chanel. Um, and also like, I like the fact that they're not using a lot of leather. So most of their material and fabric aren't actually made from leather. It's made from like a synthetic material that they've Mm. perfected over the years. Like that brown leather type canvas material. It's not actually leather. Oh, just the trims. How curious. Like the handles and the little doohickey knobbies and all that stuff is done in leather so that it can patina and be nice. Uh, but yeah, that's a fun fact. Most people think it's leather. You came here for the game reviews. You actually get fun facts about Louis Vuitton's production methods. <laughs> but yeah, so it is a platformer where you're, you know, like the description said, you're running around with some basic on-screen controls and then you collect candles. And as you collect candles... You get little notifications that something is being collected in your backpack or something. Little post-it cards. Oh, yes. Your Louis Vuitton backpack. Right. And you can take a look at them if you want. But overall, you don't have to. You just have to collect a certain number until you come across a Louis Vuitton chest in that said level, which then allows you to proceed over to the next level. And that's really the game. I mean, (laughs) obviously not mentioning like, you know... The, the environments, you know, you're, you're kind of in this, like, ethereal, surreal, beautiful landscape. You start off in, like, this forest, and then you make your way into, like, 
what looks like a, you know, a kind of uh, version of Paris that is colored and simplified and, and like a pretty way. Um, and I guess you go to much more, but, you know, depends on how many levels <laughs> you attempt to accomplish in this game. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, now I'm just looking at backpacks for men. Louis Vuitton backpacks? Yeah. I kind of want to get a Louis Vuitton fanny pack, but I feel like it's too show-offy. Yeah, I can see that. Do you think it's under small leather goods? Pouches, maybe? I think a, a Louis Vuitton luggage would always be kind of cool. You know, like one of those Louis Vuitton chests. Oh, boy. But I think like, that yeah, costs. yeah, that would be... That would, I'd, I'd be too concerned that it gets damaged and all that stuff through my travels, but... Yeah. Oh, there's a nice backpack here for three thousand dollars. If you're feeling <laughs> the, well, the campus backpack, that was nice. Oh, but it's yeah, thirty-two hundred dollars. Oh, but it's unavailable online. Anyway, uh, back to the game. Instead of looking at flashy bags, well, they are quite pretty. How did you get along with the game with Louis? The first impressions, I was kind of impressed. Yeah. As stated at the top of the episode, why was a very big question in my mind. And so I was a little trepidatious going into this. Uh, but, I mean, it's a fashion designer house, so they it understands the reason that they have good taste. Um, but this game was like, wow, this looks mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, you get dropped into like a, a, a shady Glen. <laughs> He's... Yeah, he's the guy on the corner that you buy uh, questionable <laughs> items from. Uh, Shady so, Glen, <laughs> oi! <laughs> um, uh, this sort of forest that you get to explore a little bit. It's very use the word ethereal. Very that that also that about sums it up. Um, it's kind of got a nice little uh, soft focus effect going on. It's mm-hmm. all very uh, light and airy. The music not, was surprisingly good. Yeah. Right? Like, all these elements uh, to begin with, I was impressed. Yeah. I was impressed too. I thought, like, the initial polish was very prevalent, right? Like, I can see they are representing the official Louis Vuitton brand, so I'm sure there was a lot of effort to making sure things looked right from the get-go. And that's definitely prevalent. Like, you know, even that starting title page where you see the menu and all those choices, it's like very balanced, kind of looks like a picturesque little scene. Once you to get Mm. started, you know, you want to get started because it looks so pretty. Um, But then when you actually play the game, I was like, huh. (laughs) Huh. Why? Like, what is this for? (laughs) Who is this for? What am I doing? What's on Netflix? (laughs) (laughs) no i think yeah if you're a big fan of louis vuitton like i think yeah i don't even know i mean even if you're a big fan there's not really much anchoring it to louis vuitton i mean maybe i mean these stories sound kind of appealing in the apple app store description but did you find any? Did you did you experience a story? Now that I think about it, I no. collected a bunch of candles, but no... Like, I didn't get the purpose on why I had to collect the candles. It was just seemed like a forced collectible that I had to go through. And then the, the way that those postcards, if those were the intent, right, to build any sort of story, they were put in a fashion where I wasn't notified about them in a meaningful way where it actually drove the story forward, right? There wasn't any sort of narrative to, like, 
entice me to go on further, right? Nor was there enough of a incentive for me to collect the candles for me to really feel like it was really driving me forward, right? And on top of that, like, I think I still don't get what the core audience of this is. Are they trying to attract potentially new fans, right? Mm -hmm. Or are they just making... You know, a nice little touchstone, right? Like, oh, for our 200th anniversary, we made a, a company in game to celebrate the... Is yeah. it more of that, right? Or is it more like, hey, let's actually make this game to celebrate the thing and showcase our products in some way, right? So what I kept thinking about as I was playing this game is how wrong or how wrong this felt from a game and product perspective and how right a game like Astro's Playroom felt. So Astro's Playroom is a game that they launched with the PS5 for the purpose of showcasing the strengths of the PS5, right? And it showcases the new controller, it showcases the hardware, and it show, showcases the graf- gra- graphics, the graphics no, capabilities. Graphics. Right? Yeah. But at the same time, it was like such a nice tribute because... Within the game, you can see all the previous generations of PlayStations. Like, you, ac- you can actually see the hardware, right? Which is really nice. And I thought, I was kind of looking for some of that, right? Like, am I going like, to look at the first bag that Louis Vuitton started, right? Or something like that. Like, what is the first thing that Louis Vuitton made as a celebration to this? And I kept looking for it, and there wasn't any sort of sign of that. And I just got, like, these really boring postcards <laughs> that they kept like shoving into my bag that whenever I opened it there was like paragraphs of text very small on my phone and this game is only meant for the phone like it's not meant for any True. other platform so I had no appetite to actually read those cards how far did you get in Louis the game Edwin? Well I managed to escape the forest mm-hmm. uh, which requires you to collect nine candles I think to unlock the next stage right um, then you enter a kind of big purple city the the BPC <laughs> as they call it they don't really call it that uh, and then my interest declined yeah because you have to collect 50 it tells you up top like <laughs> yes. you have to collect 50 right it goes from nine to 50. Oh boy. Right. And I was like, why? <laughs> like, no, I'm not. <laughs> yes, again. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that was when I started to, yeah. Uh, my interest waned, as I said. Uh, the other thing I struggled with is the controls. Yeah. Which are fiddly and not what I expect. Uh, so they kind of, you have your on screen D pads, which we've talked about a bunch before, you know. I understand there are touch device that you, it can work. You kind of it's kind of the deal. Uh, so you on the on the left side, you can you know move up, down, left, right as you do normally in a, in three D space. You move forward, then, backwards, left, and right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, and then the confusing part was on the other side, on the right hand side. You then have the camera control, which is normally. Well, I guess in PUBG, it's like where, you, where you're looking. Right. Yeah. You can actually, you direct your character. But th- in this case, it's just the camera. Yeah. And I couldn't reconcile that and also the reason for that. And then it's really free-floating camera. So it's 
Like you can be too low down behind, so you're basically looking up at Vivian's butt, which is not a great look. Uh, oh, it's just very just clumsy to move around for a yeah. game that's supposed to be about exploration. Uh, and then the jump moving, button wasn't really integrated in a nice way either. Like, yeah, like I don't know the reason for the camera. Maybe you just don't just don't have that camera panning button there. Yeah, I wish controls. they went to like some established normal <laughs> things right. like. I, I feel like this game is either made with you no it's made with the Unreal Engine right because in the front in the beginning it says Unreal Engine and when you do that like it comes with boilerplate controls for touch devices which I feel like work pretty well but I feel like they decided to go with like a more aesthetically pleasing thing by making the t- control like the on screen controllers the the little symbols of the Louis Vuitton flowers. And I think in doing so, they kind of like painted themselves into a corner um, and not let any other more informative things that could actually be beneficial to gameplay, right? Like an additional button placement for the jump would have been nice. But no, you just have to like generally press above your right hand D-pad in order to jump. And that wasn't clear. And, I, and no. it seems like, like according to the description, there are going to be like more different moves that you can do. I just don't know how intuitive that would be if more things are added right right oh and there was like this swipe up to like find the direction of the next candle that i found so annoying because you have to swipe up in order in the middle of the screen to do that and you know you have both thumbs on the control on the d-pads you're not going to swipe up like why would you do that just i don't know you can do so much more i also believe there are some nfts because everything has to have an NFT, but there are some NFTs embedded in the game, of course, uh, there which is. you can then unlock for more, more playing. So, Sam, shall we move into the three by threes? Let's get to the three by threes. Um, I so three by threes. Just again, as a reminder, three things good, maybe, and three things bad, maybe. Uh, so, my first thing, good. It's beautiful. I mean, it's a beautiful game. There is a lot of good artistry that went into the game. Um, you know, you can tell that there are probably a lot of designers that worked on this that made sure that things looked really good. Um, like all the postcards actually look beautiful, right? There are lots of really good artwork in there. Mm. All the, like the menus and all that stuff seems to be really polished from a look perspective. Very good. Nice music and sounds. Yeah. Good job there. Yeah. Very uh, matchy, matchy, matchy. They match the uh, visual experience nicely. I agree. Like, it is original music. It is, like, you know, it is a brand new setting. So I'm sure a lot of effort went, went into to fleshing that out. So kudos to them. That's really it for my good points. <laughs> I mean, maybe if you want... Ah, there's better ways. I mean, you've got Wikipedia if you want to learn about the history of Louis Vuitton. Right. Uh, and from what I mean, I, maybe if you, want to, if you want to collect some NFTs... Go at it. Go I think there it. are better yeah. ways to get NFTs. Yes, one would hope uh yeah 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 i almost wish that there was more better there was there were ways to actually learn about the history of louis vuitton in a much more integrated way like i think they could have taken samples from other games um to really allow this to happen but yeah anyway back back to it the let's get to the negative points edwin confusing desires really is that a good that's not a great way to describe it confusing uh, desires are you talking about my middle school life 
yeah, I was why why am I playing this? I couldn't really get on board. I I don't know. I, going in with an open mind looks great, but it quickly becomes if I'm just collecting candles or just collecting items. Right. That that's cool, but really I need something else. Yeah. Especially to go from nine to fifty. I mean, even just that's just a lot of weight to put on someone. Like, oh, you're going to have to navigate this slightly clumsy world and find 50 things before something else happens. Yeah. That's, uh, that's too much. I think overall, to me, like a negative is that, like you said, they lost the purpose of this game on what the intent or like what you wanted the player to feel. If it was adoration of the brand, like, that didn't come across. If it was a good time to have a good time, like that didn't come across. I feel like maybe there was a lot of, you know, decision by committee. Uh, this needs to happen, this needs to happen. But overall, it was just like over a very tepid experience. Um, yeah, like it could have been something like surreal, a little bit edgy maybe. That could have even been more entertaining. Yeah. Like if they'd kind of gone kind of weird with it. Sure, like I would have liked something to take away from it, but I feel like I got nothing from it. I neither got a good gameplay experience, nor did I become a fan of Louis Vuitton, or more of a fan of Louis Vuitton, right? Like, thinking again, thinking about like Astro's Playroom, uh, for a person that might have not known about the PlayStation, if you play Astro's Playroom, I'm pretty sure that you'll become more of a fan of the PlayStation from it, right? Because... It handles some of the aspects really well, whether it's the gameplay or whether it's like the knowledge of the history, right? And I feel like they just lost that with this game. Sam, what is your final seven-day rating for Louis the Game? Oh, it is a two days for me. I tried a lot in those two days because I felt, oh, surely there's got to be a message that I'm missing. But overall, yeah, two days after the second day, Collected like maybe 20 of the 50 candles in the level. Ooh, and good job. And I was like, why am I doing this? This is neither <laughs> fun nor informative. Other than, yes, other than for my job. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, also a two day for me. Uh, similar, similar experience to you. Um, I mean, I suppose I can applaud them for trying something new. Like that's yeah. cool. Like you're a 200 year old company. You're not set in your ways or trying the new the new stuff i mean our game's new i guess they're not really really new but uh but yeah the overall sense that i get is like this is um they hired a big agency right this was a grand plan and one of the components of celebrating their 200 years Mm -hmm. and the poor agency probably struggled so hard to like make this game you know, and really um, catering to the whims of all the executives at Louis Vuitton to make sure that things feel right with all those requirements. And finally, they pushed it out, and it's this game. Um, so I, feel, <laughs> I kind of feel for them because I can see all that, all that hard work going into it. But yeah, I think they could have done so much better. Um, yeah, because they had the right components, right? They have the look. That's true. They have the character. Right, I think the character definitely could have been brushed up in a way that that makes a lot of sense for a game like this. Um, but yeah, opportunity missed. Well, Sam, that was your choice, so it falls now to me to pick the next game for seven days. 
Sam, you have seven days to play. My friend Pedro. Hmm. Mm, I've kind of heard of this. Is this the one with the banana? Ripe for revenge. <laughs> From Devolver, who are someone that I've heard of. Yeah, Devolver is a big uh, indie game publishing company. Ooh. I wonder if this will work with my backbone. Not mm. my physical backbone, but... Like, oh, no, yes. They... yes, for new listeners, this is Sam's fancy device for playing... Uh, for giving you analog controls uh, on a iPhone device. Physical controls, yes. What did I say? Analog controls? Yeah, physical Yeah, they controls. are analog controls as well. Yes, okay, that's true. Because uh, I think this is a... Well, we'll talk about it next week, but I believe this is a port from a console game. Yes. Um, which I haven't played before. I've only seen uh, screenshots okay. and stuff like that. Oh, that's yeah. good. So we're coming in fresh coming without in any prior fresh experience. and ripe. And ready to peel. <laughs> Before we go, Sam, do you have a thing of the week? I do, Edwin. So I took your advice. I took a look at Chemical Guys. Oh, God. Okay. I was like, what is my advice? Oh, no. Oh, no, Sam. I'm, uh, my, I apologize to your bank balance. You know, it's so smart that they have like a ready-to-go bucket with all the, the stuffings, right? Sam, we should say, what is Chemical Guys? Oh, that's right. Okay, so chemical <laughs> guys non-completists who are listening in. <laughs> so chemical guys is a i guess they're like a pretty recent um on the car scene of you know car washes and accoutrements to to get your car polished in a really good way so they sell everything from like you know uh washes for your car waxes ceramics to make that car shine to solvents that make your tire shine to even um what is that like glass cleaners oh yeah you name it they right. probably sell it microfiber towels microfiber gloves oh the wash mitt the wash mitt the chenille noodles and you know what really got me looking at them was when you mentioned the foam cannon i was like <laughs> that would entice anyone i think yeah, yeah. i gotta take a look at this foam cannon and so they sell the foam cannon with this bucket right with like a three gallon bucket or something like that it might actually be like a one-gallon bucket. Or no, it's like a three-gallon bucket. But with the three-gallon bucket, you get the foam, like a, not, the, a, not the big, big foam cannon, but just like um, a foamer that you put onto your hose and it mixes the solvent nicely so that when the water exits that hose, it turns it into foam. Mm-hmm. Um, along with like, you know, a basic car wash, a basic car wax, um, the butter wax, and stuff for your tires and a window polish right that's like perfect plus like three microfiber towels and the wash mitt in one bucket and that's like you know you're good to go you're like i can throw away all my other old stuff that you know is not like a family of products that makes you feel good about the ecosystem (laughs) yes and now i can actually put this instead of that uh, all the other rest and i now have a system that i can follow to to get my car super clean. Have you done it yet? Not yet. So it's been, it's been pretty hot and gross outside, hasn't it? Like, yeah. It's not right now. You don't want to be outside, which I should say apologies. If there's any thunderclap sounds uh, from my side, because uh, thunderstorms are brewing here in Brooklyn, New York. You know, I have to go wash my car after this, except yeah. not, because I'm in an apartment. I think um, I was planning to do it this weekend, but I actually have to fly to, to Texas this weekend. Oh. So 
I'll probably be doing it next weekend. But yeah, looking forward to it. I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll send you some snaps. Send me them sudsy snaps. Sam sudsy snaps. There you are, that's a new Instagram account for that you. That is my thing of the week, Edwin. I'm looking nice. forward to it. What is your thing of the week? Oh, I mean, I have also bought more things. <laughs> this should just be sponsored stop. by the chemical guys. Yeah, because I cannot stop. I am, I think as I mentioned on the last show, I am kind of, there's not much information about the company. Like, mm. I'm a little... You can't tell if they're sketch. a good company or a bad company, right? Yeah. I mean, they're very good in their marketing. Uh, but let's see. Let me tell you what I have arriving today. Because <laughs> I have a problem. Uh, arriving today is the Street Free Glass Cleaner. Uh, eight microfiber applicators. Oh, wow. Uh, the wheel gerbil brush. So that's mm. sort of like the, I guess it's like a bottle brush, but uh, with... Is it made little, from gerbils? Uh, I do hope not. Uh, <laughs> but that's really getting inside the, your wheels and cleaning the inside rim. Gotcha. Yeah, this is. And then I've also got a speed uh, detailer just for... The speed quick- detailer is, is one of the best things. Like, So I bought the speed detailer before I bought this bucket because another friend told me about the chemical guys before you have. And the speed detailer is like one and of the best friends. things. What? Yeah. Yeah. So right, in case a bird... for me that I... Oh. In case like a bird poops, you want to get that speed detailer out so that the poop doesn't eat into the paint or the clear coat. Acidic poop. Yep. Yeah. Right. And it's great, especially if you're like me in a apartment parking lot where there is no access, immediate access to a hose. Uh, but that will not stop you from buying things that require a hose. <laughs> Uh, my thing of the week is a little show on Netflix that I've been enjoying recently. I think we've talked about this in the before, but I'm a big Mindy Kalig fan. Uh, she has a new-ish... Uh, I think it's back for a second season. Uh, but yeah, she has a new show that she is not starring in, but I think she is a showrunner for and she created uh, called Never Have I Ever. Uh, and that is a fun, a fun high school rom-com drama watch that I have been enjoying. Uh, and you can tell you can tell when it's good when... You start watching things. My partner goes, uh, nah, you, you just will go ahead and watch this. And then when it's on in the background, he'll come sneaking back and like kind of watching over my shoulder. <laughs> Great. Yeah. I mean, I think that's like the best, uh, the best thing, right? Yeah. He claims not to like Mindy, but he likes Mindy. He likes Mindy. I can tell. Uh, but check it out. Also, really great soundtrack. Uh, I have been listening uh, to the Never Have I Ever playlist uh, on Spotify and listening to some new music for the first time in a long time. Mm. Uh, mostly I just have listened to, well, what do I listen to? Uh, mostly house and techno. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess that's new in a way, but it's not quite new in like a popular way. Uh, but there's a bunch of really good, I guess it kind of sounds like 80s vaporwave, but with singing, I don't know. I'm sure I, if I was more into the current music scene, I would know the kind of, the kind of vibes they have, but it's a very enjoyable show. Yeah. Uh, if you're looking for something. Uh, oh, I have cried three times at it. Oh, wow. And, so. <laughs> and I don't, are you normally a crier when you watch stuff? Uh, nope, but some shows can get me. Mm. Yeah, I didn't take you as a crier. I'm a crier. I cry with everything. Yeah. Maybe it's, maybe that's just me on the couch on a Friday night with a glass of whiskey. Just perfect. <laughs> it is the right situation uh, for that, but. Right. Uh, yes. Gotcha. Okay. That's yeah, a fun show. Yeah. I'll Despite definitely check the crying, it It's a fun show. So I have two things that I need to check out. I need to check out White Lotus, which I heard mm. is very good. I would plus one that, as we say in the biz, it <laughs> was a very enjoyable show. 
Uh, I need to check HBO out. have been killing it this this year. Yeah, the that, mayor of Easton. Sad, sad Kate Winslet show. Yeah. Yep. And uh, now this one, never have I ever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also let me and while you're catching up on shows, let me add another one to the stack. Uh, Reservation Dogs. I was on Hulu. Do you have Hulu? Maybe you. Do I do not. have Hulu. Yeah. Oh, you have Hulu. Okay. Uh, that is also worth checking out. It's currently live. They're releasing a new episode on Monday, so there's only four episodes. Oh, interesting. Currently. Uh, it is All these subscriptions co- now. Yeah. Oh. Co-created by uh, Taika Waititi. Um, mm. And also, someone I'm not familiar with, but he is a Native American, so this is uh, set in Oklahoma in a Native American oh, amazing. Uh, reserve. And yeah, it's kind of kind of what fresh off the boat could could have been if it wasn't massively whitewashed mm. <laughs> and catering to a mainstream comedy audience like it's a uh, it's a good show i've been enjoying that too so there you go sam putting that on the stack as well perfect i i will i will take a look yep. at all now of the said shows you have to go and do your homework all right <laughs> sounds good and that is our show. Sam, it has been a pleasure talking to you as always. Uh, if you have any game suggestions, you can tweet us at Game, game of the Week. At, uh, at seven, days seven, of play. 7 Days of Play. And if you want to find us on your any of your podcasting listening apps, well, you already search, have. Search Surprise. for yeah, There it is. You're already doing it. That's why you're my favorite. 7, seven, seven Days of Play! Seven days to play.